Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Sam. You can find me on Twitter at OttenSam. And I also host the Justice League Universe podcast. That you do. And <laughs> we are going to be getting into a little bit of more of Dawn of Justice. Uh, we're going to be talking about minute number 124 today. Uh, the minute's going to start out with... Um, What's, what are we doing here? This is going to start out with the Batman looking up towards the Superman. <laughs> and uh, the minute's going to end with uh, some guns shooting at Superman. We're in it. This is it. So, this is a moment that everyone's been waiting for, right? Yeah, and this is the Batman v. Superman. But So you guys call the movie Dawn of Justice, which is fine. Um, over at the Justice League Universe podcast, we're actually trying to push for the trilogy to be called the Dawn of Justice trilogy. So we kind of had a debate amongst ourselves and amongst the listeners of the podcast and we kind of arrived at dawn of justice as the best name for the trilogy overall so you guys use it for just this movie but for me i think it would be cool if that became the name for the trilogy uh thinking of Zack snyder's trilogy yeah i agree yeah why well, i mean i yeah Tri- a- trials and tribulations of superman <laughs> sorry trials and tribulation of kal-el of krypton that's way too long. I don't care. <laughs> that was that was the kind of big debate we had about whether to call it like a Superman trilogy because he is central from the beginning all the way through his death and rebirth. But then mm-hmm. we also realized that, you know, it's not just Superman's story. It also is the sequence of events that leads to the Justice League being formed. So, yeah. like, we thought Dawn of Justice, it mentions the Justice, but it doesn't call it Justice League because you wouldn't want to call it a Justice League trilogy because that's only just the end point. It's not the whole story. Um, but so we, we went back and forth, but we ended up kind of arguing for Dawn of Justice to be the best name and Dawn of Justice, this movie is like this really, I think a Superman story. A lot of people call this a Batman movie. I actually think Superman is the heart and the main thrust of the plot and the like character development and stuff is mostly all around or in response to Superman. So this movie I think is centrally Superman. And so to like, call the trilogy after this movie, I think kind of respects Superman in that way. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I was already on board with Dawn of Justice trilogy. I think, cause I follow you guys on Twitter anyways. So I think you guys had a poll or something about it. And I was like, I, I think that best describes it because it's like, regardless if this movie is referred to as Dawn of Justice, like the meaning of Dawn of Justice fits well with, you know, Man of Steel, even, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. from from Man of Steel to Justice League, like, you know, yeah, like, like for Man of Steel, yeah. um, to say like, you know, one day they will join you in the sun, like, then to have that wor- the phrase of dawn, you know, I think it, it does really connect from Man of Steel all the way to the very end, like even some of the last shots of Justice League. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, I agree. Um, but we're not there yet. We're not at the dawn yet. In fact, we're <laughs> probably in the darkest part. Hey, it's always darkest before the dawn, yeah, Mark. And that's where we are right now because uh, this is the Batman v Superman part of this film. Um, this minute kicks it off. This is this is uh, for what most people, most people, a lot of people were wanting. This is the moment. This, this is, is this. what people were expecting. Mm-hmm. It's in the title, man. It's in the title. It is the title, <laughs> yeah. and we just referred to the subtitle. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but I mean, 
Superman's amazing. Uh, Superman in this minute is amazing. And um, just just everything he does in this minute is terrifying in the in the in the lightest of ways because it's like he didn't even land normally he just superhero (laughs) landing he (laughs) yeah he he basically iron man landed it was just like i don't even know it's like complete like all right i guess i'll let gravity take me down and it's just like just crashes straight into the ground like it's terrifying it is it's intimidating maybe that's what he was going for um it's weird that like he was you know, not no maybe it's not weird it's just the dude was floating there like assessing the situation and looking down at this man mm-hmm. and you know their eyes were meeting each other in the sky and then he just was like all right i got to face to face yeah and bruce is so like he doesn't get it cuz he's like he thinks Superman's here because he's upset he let the bat signal, but he's here yeah. for an entirely different reason. Yeah. And Batman's mm-hmm. like, "Well, here I am. After you told me not to do it, and yeah. he's like, he's like, just some rebellious punk." And it's like, "Well, here I am." And it's like, "Come on, man, <laughs> I ain't here for that." And then Superman responds though, like much more measured, like Bruce, please, like so he's actually saying please to him. And to me, this. It's like a really nice development after the nightmare scene. So in the nightmare scene, you also have Batman and then Superman like comes straight down and lands and then starts like walking forward towards Batman. And now here Mm -hmm. we have Superman come down and land and start walking forward towards Batman. So at least in our subconscious, we're sort of like, I've seen this blocking before of the characters and I know what happened last time. He goes up and like puts his hand right through Bruce's chest. And then here, it starts the same way physically, but then as soon as Superman speaks, it's very different. He says, Bruce, please, which is completely different than like the I'm angry, you 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 know, took her from me and I'm gonna kill you. So yeah. it's it's I think it's just a great visual echo, but then Superman when he talks, he's coming from a very different place than the nightmare. But Batman is still thinking of the nightmare. Like, that's what he's still afraid of. And so Batman doesn't even mm-hmm. realize, like, listen, like, this Superman is different than the nightmare. Like, listen to what he's saying. But Batman is in his zone. He's got his blinders on, right? Yeah. Yeah, total blinders. Yeah. I didn't even think, like, he's, with him falling down like that and walking towards him, like, he did already see that nightmare. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, he's probably thinking, I know what happens next. And and the the kind of, hesitant or worried superman you know it's 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 not like batman's gonna hear that and and think oh he needs help he's thinking this guy is probably feeling extremely guilty for that capitol hill bombing and you know like he might be terrified of me and it's like you know when you hear bruce or bruce please or you know whatever it's like that's that's only gonna further batman's motives because he's like i want you to be afraid like that's the whole point of this Mm -hmm. and so he feels like he's still winning he doesn't realize that the bruce please refers to like i need help because they have my mother like yeah i'm thinking like you're afraid of me because this is what i do for a business and also (laughs) you should be extremely afraid because of what just happened Mm -hmm. in capitol hill so i mean he doesn't you know batman doesn't even see him as a, a, a person uh, now he still sees him as an object that's you know that can destroy the world, mm-hmm. and you know 
in his visions, he has seen him destroy the world. Right, and um, and we have to remember that's the only stuff Bruce knows about Superman at this point. Yeah. Like, I get so frustrated. A lot of people will say, like, why didn't Batman and Superman just talk it out? They, You know, if they would have talked and listened to each other, then they would have realized that they shouldn't fight. But uh, I'm just sort of like, wh- why would Bruce listen to him? Like, didn't you watch mm-hmm. everything else leading up to this? And also, you have to remember, in this universe, they are not friends. They know nothing about each other personally. And uh, so, yeah. like, I think people, when they criticize this movie, they draw on all the decades of history where Batman and Superman have been friends. And so they're just sort of like, hey, they could talk and work it out. It's like, no, in this universe, there is no way Batman is ready to hear anything that Superman would say. It doesn't matter. It exactly. doesn't matter how much Superman tried to explain or whatever. Batman does not know him, and Batman is coming from this totally warped, dangerous like mindset. To me, there's no way that they could talk this out. Now, there's another movie that came out the same year that involves people in conflict with one another. And there, I think that the critique is different because there, it was people who know each other and have a history together, and they actually have a personal connection. So I actually think mm-hmm. you could argue for that other movie that maybe they should have talked it out because they have a basis on which to talk about something. Here, these two characters yeah. have no basis on which to have a dialogue. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that well, other movie was just full of characters that were just hold, egomaniacs. Hold on. So. I, I like that film, too. That's it, and Yes, I think, but they had all the time in the world to actually sit and they down do. and cook coffee they and be do. like, hey, man, this is they what I'm do. feeling. And, and that feeling. movie shows that sometimes even when you talk it out, you can't agree on something. Mm-hmm. I think that's... So the, you, can like, you can like the film. That's fine. But I think if you're going to criticize a movie for they should have talked it out, that's a movie where I think you could have talked it out. This movie, I don't see how Bruce and, and Superman are just going to, oh, yeah, just go ahead and talk it out. It's like they have no foundation on which to have that conversation. And, in fact, Bruce is totally off the deep end where he is, like, there's no way he could even start to have that conversation. Yeah, I'm in that boat. When I, when I left after, you know, I've seen it maybe four times now, and I still go, Hey, that's an all right film, and it had you know probably the same amount of the other one. Oh yeah, I, th- okay. I think it's I think it's a good film, and I think it has about the same amount of issues that this film does. You know, like I, I feel like that movie is good, and and it's really good, and I, I but I, I do see some of the flaws in it, and I wish some people would recognize that more as well because I feel like these films are are, are very much alike, and I like both very much. Um, but I, I think I, I don't want to defend that film over this one. I don't like comparing the two, um, but they are very similar. But I would, you know, I would say for that film, like it proves that sometimes talking things out doesn't work. It, it only furthers the, the divide because that's what the whole villain wanted. Um, so you know, we'll just leave that there. But you know, yeah. I, I like it. <laughs> um, this I have a question though. Um, this is this is the first time. Uh, at least from what we can tell and what we've seen on screen, this is the first time that, uh, you know, the Batman has been made. You know, he calls him Bruce. Mm-hmm. One, you know, like, uh, there's multiple reasons for how he could have figured out that Batman and Bruce Wayne are the same person, you know, right here in this moment. Uh, let's just shoot out X-ray vision. He just did it. He just saw it, yada, yada, yada. He probably did it when he stopped his car last time. You know, he's known that Bruce Wayne is Batman for probably some time. But the fact that he actually called out to him, like, Bruce, please. And then Batman starts to walk backwards. Like, he takes some steps back. Is he, like, did he have no way of knowing that Superman knew who he was? Does he not know that, 
you know, in his mind, he still thinks, oh, I'm the Batman. I'm the knight. No one knows that Batman and Bruce Wayne are the same person, you know, especially this alien that just came here a, a couple years ago. Um, so, like, does him hearing his name, like, start the whole, like, one, that just already, like, animosity right there. Like, mm, how do you know who I am? That's weird. That's distrust. I need to attack. Like, I can get that from Batman. But he starts to take a few steps back. Is that just from hearing his name or is, you know, that's just he's luring him into the trap? I just took it to be Bruce had already kind of, uh, or Batman had already mapped out the way this is going to happen. And I just took it as him going into the next phase of what he planned. So, like, I need to, I need Superman to step forward a little bit. So I'm going to step back, you know, like. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't view it as reacting to the line specifically, which which maybe they like should have had him react to the line of being called Bruce, but the way I took it was again this tunnel vision thing. Like Batman's like, I've planned for this, I've prepped, I've trained, I've got everything set up on my booby traps and stuff. So I mm-hmm. took it as like he barely even registered that he called him Bruce because he's just thinking I, I need to go into my next little part of the attack. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm all for, I mean, like, I know that, the, you know, Batman has the hardest of blinders on right now. Um, so, like, yeah, you're probably right. He probably did, it didn't even register to him that it was, he was calling out his name. And, you know, you don't even think that this dude's going to be asking for help. You were there for a fight. You turn your light on for a fight. Like, you're, you're just ready to throw, throw bows. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about some of those traps that we see in this minute. All right. This first one. Um, you might have to explain this to me, Nate, but what is, what is going on here that that's hurting Superman? You remember in Incredible Hulk when he was on that campus mm-hmm. and they had those, I know I heard yeah, him. It's the, those, it's just like giant, you know, sound deafeners, whatever. It's an actual, like that is a real military thing. Like they do have trucks with those loud, mm-hmm. you know, whoop, 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 it's whoop, like whoop, a riot thing, thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like they use them. There was, they no, you think of like a dubstep concert, Nate. It's the same thing. They have dubstep concerts are only just those they military just get excision trucks. to just play his music. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. Okay. Um, but this, I'm pretty sure that actually like he used the same thing in, uh, Dark Knight Returns, um, Frank Miller's like, he yeah, had, that, he had the guns set up. I know that, and then I'm pretty sure the sound things were in that book as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this they're whole, in that. This whole minute was like straight out of Frank Miller. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, this is the Frank Miller thing that everyone wanted. Yeah, um, I think. And yeah, so, I think it's like just pretty smart too. So like from Frank Miller, but then for them to use it here too. Like, if, if this being has super senses, then can I somehow turn that against him so his strength becomes a weakness? Like, okay, so let me see if I can hit yeah. him. Like, if he has super hearing, maybe this is going to hurt him even more because these this loud sound is just really penetrating his eardrums or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting, though, that Batman did not think about that manhole cover that just is conveniently there for Superman to grab, right? Or Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's like one of those things where like, no, I want you to see if you're smart enough to to save yourself, like some sort of jigsaw trap or something. Well, if he would have taken the manhole cover off, then he probably could have just been like, I'm just going to dip down underground. Mario. Let me just throw it directly at Batman and kill the guy. Yeah. Man, he could have frisbeed that thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But he rips that manhole like it's just a piece of paper. Just bing, and then just throws it, throws it. It's cool. I do like that the sound like converges right in the middle mm-hmm. of him. Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's just too perfect. Um, yeah, that shot of it just like yeah, just center right there. Yeah, right down the middle, yeah. Superman. That that's some that's good stuff. I love that so much. 
and the sound design is so on point. It almost has like, it almost sounds like, um, weirdly like music. Like, wouldn't be surprised if like Junkie XL was like, yeah, I'll create the sound effect for that, and like, because it, it it feels like there are layers to it, um, which it's it's a magnificent piece of uh, of sound design, um, but yeah, Superman he he just in desperation he grabs a manhole cover he breaks it in half throws it at each uh i don't know just just loudspeakers they're called something yeah and so just throws it at them destroys them and uh (laughs) just seeing superman recuperate and then continue walking towards you that's terrifying it's really cool that you know they have the rain machine going so both these actors are just soaking wet right now (laughs) and like Henry is still able to have like that really cool, uh, really cool posture of, you know, I know the cape isn't real, but like it, 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 you can tell that he's still like in it. Like it's, it's there. It's not a green screen. He, he's just there. I don't know. It's, I really, I, I like when rain machines are used in movies for like, uh, like this like normally if like if you've been in this heavy rain it's running down your mouth you're you know talking and it's still water's just spewing out of it and everything like that that's a lot of rain but <laughs> you know you can regulate in movies it still looks good i like it um they they look like they're soaking wet man yeah absolutely and the, the rain um, makes the bat signal shots look a lot cooler too and then the rain also made those sonic emitters look cooler because it actually gave the water yeah. in the air so you could see it more, like the waves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good Good use of rain, guys, good use of rain. And I think it's also good directing here, too. So, um, like, we're building up to when they walk together, and then there's going to be, like, the profile shot where, you know, Batman's face is on the left and Superman's face on the right, like that famous shot. But it's not mm-hmm. just that you have that shot. Like, you know, any director could do that. But what Zack Snyder does is he builds us up and he's he prepares our eyeballs for that shot so if you watch the this minute all of the shots leading up to that center face off they all frame the objects and the action in the very center frame so it starts with like batman walking up and superman their center frame center frame their boots are center frame and then the sonic emitter is right in center frame and then we see superman center frame it's literally every shot is center frame which is kind of abnormal usually you have your subject like using the rule of three like you have it over to the one-third line or the one-third line on the other side but he Mm -hmm. goes to center frame which makes things seem very intense and like strong but it also draws our eye to the center frame so we see something like 12 or 15 shots in a row that are all center frame and then the two faces come right in and what do they come in around they come in around that center frame where we have been fixating our eyeballs so it's like it's literally the director is like he's masterfully putting our eyeballs where he wants them because he wants the payoff of these two faces coming in Uh, if you had stuff to the left or the right before that it would throw off this symmetry and we would be looking from one side or to the other side and then when they came in together it would not have the same effect so like yeah just this the way that Zack snyder not only like composes shots he's really good at that and the way he directs action is really good but he also just knows how to build up to these like amazing iconic visuals and people usually recognize the iconic visual but they don't always see like all of the preparation that goes into making those really pay off yeah it's like um that the only way i can equi- equ- equate it is like cooking a meal where it's like 
knowing like you didn't see the whole process of how a recipe gets made but it's like like you don't understand like yeah the the end product is really good but even dissecting it and going back and looking at how that almost like how that happened before your eyes is like is you know that's the beauty of it all and like the fact that you don't see that coming um just adds more to it you know you know i was never the biggest fan of the two of them walking up like this and meeting in the middle because of the profile shot because it was so shoved down everybody's throat with all like the marketing and like mm-hmm. the posters and stuff i didn't like it i never really cared for the way superman does the you don't understand it always seemed forced to me and then you know superman or batman both of them like oh. you don't understand i understand like that's in my opinion that's awful dialogue um it just makes it seem like oh we got to have batman yell something before he gets just forcefully pushed away like, I don't know. I never liked it. But when Sam brought up the thing, like, all the center frame, I'm, I've am i been re-watching it for God knows how long right now in front of me. And now I, now, now I get it. I like it. I, I didn't care for, like, the boots meeting up in the center. It seemed like it was just too forced. Like, of course they're going to do this. Of course we need movie posters of this. Like, that, that always bothered me. Mm-hmm. But now realizing that it led up all the shots before it led up to the center framing of that, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, the, I still don't like. The I was gonna say the dialogue <laughs> is still a separate thing. I, yeah, because those two lines to me, I don't get as much out of them as I get out of some of the other lines. Um, but for me, I kind of like if you're gonna do a Batman v Superman movie, it's like this is probably the only Batman v Superman movie that we will have, or at least for a generation. And so I mm-hmm. feel like it's worth it to have this kind of profile shot, even if they kind of overdo it a little bit with the marketing, but it's kind of like, yeah, but we're having Batman v Superman, so to have them go chin to chin, it's kind of like we would miss it if it wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You and like, if it didn't happen, I'd probably be like, oh, why aren't they together? Like, where's the cool shot of them standing face to face? Yeah, you gotta have it in here at this point, you know? And, and Nathan, um, did you like it when he does get shoved away, though? Like, the first time you watch this movie, and all of a sudden Batman gets shoved away, and now it is, like, receding into the background of the shot. Did you like that moment? Yeah, what really got me, it's, it's, it happens twice to him, and actually, it actually happens tomorrow as well, in, in, in um, you know, minute 125, but the the shoving of him seems like it seems weightless but i understand it because i know the power behind i understand one push one push of superman what really made me love it is um bruce's reaction like him getting Mm -hmm. up him realizing what just hit me like that was you know that's a train i'm in this suit that's supposed to protect me i'm supposed to stand my ground in this thing and something he just put his hand on me and just did a little bit of pressure and I'm flying across. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I like I said I think it was the dialogue that took me out of it at first, mm-hmm. you know, them screaming at each other, but him pushing him was it was perfect mm-hmm. and him walking up to to Batman, you know, when he's on the ground sizing him up, mm-hmm. like it seems it's just that's what I imagine <laughs> disgusted Superman as. Like he's just like really dude you're gonna do this right now come on and that's like that's that's what i take if i was in that position of power that you know a kryptonian on earth that had you know that could just push someone and you know fly him 30 feet in the you know the other direction like and then walking up to you like like really you're gonna do this this is what you want i wouldn't want all right i'm gonna give it to you i wouldn't want anyone yelling in my face and that would you know 
we all wish we could do that if yeah. someone ever was up in my face like that. I was just like, you know, I, w- I really wish I could just Superman push someone <laughs> like as effortly like that. And, you know, it's it's amazing. It's um, A lot of people are team Batman for this whole Batman v Superman thing. Just in everyday comic book debates, you know, like Batman is the is the favored uh, underdog, but not really the underdog of this fight. And um, it, it's so nice to it's it's almost satisfying to see this Batman who's like got everything figured out, like he's going to win the fight and everything to come up and yell at Superman. And for Superman fans, that, the people that are team Superman, for him to just have like that moment of like, yeah. like, uh, let me just say, send this guy flying. Yeah. You know, just, that is so relieving because as a person who is team Superman, I'm not. I'm team Wonder Woman. But anyways, <laughs> like to have that moment is just so satisfying. It's like, know, it's like, yes, shut up. Yeah, it's exactly what that is. And everybody's having, you know, Sam, you said like, well, why didn't they just talk it out? Like this is probably a moment where Superman could, you know, grab him, rip the helmet off cover Bruce's like mouth so he can't talk and say like this is what I'm gonna tell you like do you stop talking I'm gonna grab you by the throat and just like tell you everything right now exposition exposition but the fact that Superman is just like so like back off man get out of here like get out of my face you don't get it you don't understand mm-hmm. like that's what that is and I assume you that it's probably those like, words exactly yeah it's <laughs> like it's a it's a defensive thing for Superman where it's like you're you're up in my business get out to go back to what you said, Sam, I love the push. It's a good push. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my my favorite bit out of this is the fact uh, is the shot of Bruce Wayne trying to. Or I keep saying Bruce Wayne is Batman trying to get up and his perfect pearly whites. It's that gritting Batman teeth thing that comic book artists draw when he's in pain, and it's like that grit, that that grinding of teeth. You get that a lot from Capullo's. Um, yeah, and like the yeah. beautiful set of teeth that you know they have for the, for this suit, like that's the only human part about this guy you see. Like he is kind of basically Iron Man in this moment, and like his mouth is the only thing you see. And it's like that is where the human. That's where the actor comes out. That's like mm-hmm. okay, don't worry. Like you're gonna look fine because we built this suit for you to look good in front of a camera, but. Your job is right there, yeah. With that mouth and like and, and like whatever you're gonna do, like as acting wise, and it's like he, that's Batman. Like that is straight out of a comic book, Batman. Like that right there. Like yeah, yeah the warehouse scene is another thing where you go like, yeah, the cameras are gonna make you look good because you're in a bat costume, and people are gonna go like, yeah, the warehouse scene is like the best Batman thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like straight out of a comic book, but it's like, look at this shot right here of him. Just in pain, up. yeah, in pain, <laughs> trying to get up yeah. and like mm-hmm. the teeth gritting thing, like that's a that's a Batman thing right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like him, like it's just Batman showing his teeth. That's that's yeah. If you can nail that, that's Batman. Yeah, and you think like that suit? I mean, real life it probably doesn't weigh, you know, tons, but it looks he's making it look like it's a task for him to get back. I'm up sure it's still a task, down. whether it's like heavy or not, like. To wear that, like, as an actor, is yeah. got to be frustrating. <laughs> like, you probably can't even get up. Like, if they, like, he was probably having a hard time getting up. Probably. Yeah, yeah. was this the one where they told stories about how he couldn't really see very well, and so he would run into stuff on set? I think that might have been this suit. Yeah, because, I mean, those lights were actually real lights. Like, you couldn't you couldn't see through them. 
or he like they were uh, the, the LEDs were around the the eyes yeah. is what it was. I, but I, I still think, think he had yeah. just limited vision and and I, he probably wasn't sure exactly where his arms were and stuff because it's bulky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen. Uh, I think I saw some like behind the scenes Justice League stuff, but like in the choreography, like he'll wear half like the top half of the suit, and the rest he'll just be wearing like gym shorts. Really? Yeah, so that they can like choreograph stuff and then like you know I guess add the pants later or something. <laughs> but um, but it's yeah. like sometimes you need that. <laughs> like I need to know what I'm doing right now. Um, and so yeah, like it, it's it is bulky. Whether it's actually heavy or not, it's just like it's just the fact that your your range is so limited, but you still got to sell it as an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, when I want to go back real quick, when Batman does say, "I understand," what does he understand? Like because we were talking about like the dialogue or something else, like whether or not it works or not with you know is another story. But and I'm in the same boat because I don't. I don't understand what he understands. I don't get what he, we're, Superman's saying. You don't understand. And he's like, I understand. What do you mean? Like, because yeah. obviously you don't. It's, like, yeah, I guess I, the best interpretation I could give is that like Superman is saying like you don't under, you don't understand the situation with Lex and like what's going on with my mother and blah blah blah. And then when Bruce mm-hmm. or when Batman says I understand, I think he just means. I've already decided what I need to do. Like, this is going to be my legacy. I need to kill you because of the 1% doctrine and all that stuff. So I just take it as him saying, like, I understand what I need to do because I've already decided this because I've gone down this down this path of, like, hating you and I've been fixated on, you know, taking you out for a while. So yeah. I just, I took it, I take it to basically mean, like, I'm not listening to anything you're saying. I've already made up my mind. Yeah, that's what I kind of took it as. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Superman sends him flying. He's trying to get up. And uh, from out of... Uh, left field? A, it's a, on the left side of the screen. But is it a dumpster? It's No, <laughs> du- it's not a dumpster. They're like what are they, like shipping crates or something. Dumpster miniguns. <laughs> dumpster uh, <laughs> miniguns. I like it. But, like, so... <laughs> Here comes trap number two for Superman, and it is two miniguns. Actually, it's it's four. Two on each side, I think, right? Two on yeah. each side, because it's got that cross... Crisscross. Crossfire. Crisscross applesauce, crossfire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, actual bullets, I'm assuming. Um, it's got to hurt Superman, I'm assuming. I don't it, think... I really don't think that these things were intended to hurt him. I think it was just to slow him down, mm-hmm. just another stopping point. I mean, I you like this isn't his end game. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the spear is is what's going to get him. Like yeah. that was his plan all along. So like this was just like here's a trap. Oh, here's another trap. You've activated my trap card. Ha ha ha. And uh, like I mean, it was just like all right, these bullets are just going to slow him down for me to back up a little bit more to get in my next position. Yeah, this would be a perfect opportunity to disappear for Batman if he wanted to. Yeah. But we'll see if that happens in tomorrow's minute. Um, so, yeah, the the two min- the four miniguns come out. They start uh, blasting away at Superman. And uh, something that we'll see, like, this minute and then later on, um, when we get to the the actual fight of this movie or not the fight between Batman, but with another character from DC Comics. Um, the whole 
Superman being pushed back. Is he getting pushed back by the guns in this one? I can I I I think he is, but it uh, the more I look at it, I don't know. Uh I guess I always thought it was, but it might just be the camera really. I think back. it is. I th- I feel like I mean, if you take it in universe, it's a man of steel, he's not going to get pushed back by bullets. He even saw Brandon Routh take one to the eye. Hey yo. Uh but I don't think that he's getting pushed back now yeah i don't think he is and this is me just now realizing this as we're recording yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i always assumed he was getting pushed back i guess he isn't but he, when he does get pushed back by the other character i love that bit i love the that his defense it's is the same just, thing yeah, it's yeah just yeah. hands up yeah and like yeah it's i the love same, that it's the same motion the same exact stance mm-hmm. i like that i like that a lot i like that more than if uh, we just saw him standing there and just being like Brandon Rouse style. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because bullets are hitting me. Yeah, I mean, like, still subconsciously, like, if something's coming at you, you're going to, like, want to duck, you're going to want to shoot. Yeah, like, you're going to want to flinch. Ah, it's ooh, like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but we'll have to see what he does with that after. But do you guys have anything else for this, uh, for today's minute? No, sir. Nope. I just think it's a really good start to the fight where, where you can see, like, oh, we're going to get a lot of stuff out of this fight. It's kind of going to be a chess match, and we're going to get to see... What has Batman planned? How is Superman gonna foil it or get out of it? Like so, to me, I like all the moves of this fight rather than it just being like a. And now we start the fight choreography. Instead, it's it's more mm-hmm. like the, you know, oh, Batman has laid traps, but Superman is you know way more powerful than Batman. So let's see what let's see what trap number three is, and then what trap number four. So, to me, that I liked that part of it. It's kind of a unique way to do a fight like this, and I also just really liked that push, which shows you, you know, like there is going to be some really good physical stuff in this fight, but we're also going to have to see the chess match first. Mm-hmm. So I like for me, yeah. I remember even the first time watching this, I'm like, oh, this is cool how they've laid this out, and um, it's going to have these cool epic moments in it, plus the showdown of the two characters. So for me, I just. From the first time I watched this movie, I'm like, this this minute got me really pumped for like what was going to come next in the fight. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All righty, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minutes. And find us at the Facebook group, DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And let us know what you thought about today's minutes and any other minutes that you're catching up on. And we also have a Patreon so you can help support us. Uh, it's only $5 a month, and you get access to a bunch of other content from Tarantino Minute, and uh, we review comic books like we just did Transformers vs. G.I. Joe, so definitely check that out, and we'll check you guys out tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.